Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. You're about to hear the Serving Today programme, which is for pastors and church leaders. This episode was recorded with the late Phil Crowter back in the early 2000s, before he went to glory. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for pastors and church leaders. I'm Derek French and it's good to be with you again. Preaching through Mark's Gospel. Phil Crowder looks at the closing verses of Mark 15. I think you'll agree with me that one of the most traumatic experiences we face in our lives is when we see someone we love very dearly lose their life. It may be they've battled with long illness such as cancer or TB or AIDS. They may have been taken from us unexpectedly by a road traffic accident or a bad fall. They may simply have suddenly dropped dead, as happened to one of my friends. Indeed, there are so many other examples that we could give of these very sad and difficult experiences we sometimes face in our lives. Quite recently, another dear friend of our family died after a long battle with cancer. Her closing days were spent in hospital with the children by her bedside. She'd been made wonderfully comfortable by the doctors and nurses and there was no pain. But gradually, she slipped into unconsciousness for several days until the end came. Seeing the distress of her family as they looked on, knowing they were helpless to do anything for her, was in itself painful to witness, but a testimony of their love for her. It doesn't surprise us then to discover this is exactly how the followers of Jesus felt. They'd seen him falsely arrested and tried. He'd been brutally flogged, viciously mocked, and finally nailed to a wooden cross. Even then, onlookers poured scorn on him. He spent his last hours in abject agony as he bore the sins of his dear people and suffered the penalty that their sin deserved. Over the years, his followers had grown to love him very dearly and now their Lord had died. As Mark has recorded the details for us and which we've spent recent programmes considering together, all of this pain and distress has been plainly obvious. Well, we've come to Mark 15, verses 40 to 47, where we've a lovely description of the devotion some of Jesus' followers gladly displayed. Phil Crowsley is taking us through the details, so Phil, what title have you chosen for our sermon on these verses? They saw, they cared. Yes, so obviously this is different to the people who abused Jesus, so give us some background. Jesus has died. The way Jesus died made the Roman officer sure that This man was the Son of God, there in verse 39. Now later in Mark 16, we read how Jesus rose from the dead. But first, Mark shows us that there was no mistake. Several people saw that Jesus was truly dead. They were witnesses on the scene. So could you read verses 40 to 47, please? Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the younger and of Joseph, and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. It was preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath. So as evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked him for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph bought some linen cloth, took down the body and wrapped it in the linen and placed it in a tomb cut out of the rock. Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. 
Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. Thank you. In verse 42, we see that the next day was the Sabbath, the Saturday. Sabbath started on the Friday evening. And so they needed to bury Jesus now before the Sabbath began, because the Sabbath was the day of rest. In verse 43, we read about Joseph of Arimathea. It calls him a prominent member of the council who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God. You can read more about Joseph in Matthew chapter 27, verse 57 to 60. Luke chapter 23, verses 50 to 54. And John, chapter 19, verse 38. He was an important Jewish leader. All the other leaders had wanted to kill Jesus. And it was hard for Joseph to stand against them. So here he's being very brave to care for Jesus' body. And then in verse 44, Pilate was surprised to hear that Jesus was already dead. And he summons the centurion and asks him, if Jesus had already died. We need to remember that the the centurion or army officer was the soldier in charge and he'd probably seen many people die. He saw the way Jesus died. He knew that Jesus really was dead. Yes, I think these are important things because there are some who claim that Jesus didn't die, don't they? He just fainted and Mm. it's obviously that he was. Well, coming to the sermon now, what's the main point you would think we should make? Not everyone left Jesus when he died. These people are important witnesses. They knew that Jesus truly died. Now, as we think about how to preach on this passage, we can learn important lessons, I think, from the women and Joseph. Although our main point is that Jesus did die, nevertheless, there are some Uh, other lessons that we can learn from these people. And so do pray that it will encourage Christians who are shy or afraid. Perhaps some of your people do believe in Jesus, but they've not yet said so. Or they've not yet been baptised to show that they do follow Jesus. Perhaps you can offer Bible studies to people like this to help them to think more about it. Yes, that's a vital part for pastors, isn't it? To, To help and encourage and direct the people. I think we mustn't just think, oh, well, we had 100 people coming. It was lovely to see so many in the building. We want to know that each one of them is is following the Lord Jesus. Hmm. Well, coming to the sermon then, Phil, what headings do you suggest we have? The first is, Jesus truly is dead. And as you look at the passage, ask this question. Who was there to see that Jesus really died? They all know for sure that Jesus is dead. He died quickly, but there could be no mistake. And so Joseph lovingly buries the body. Some people may like to believe that Jesus never died, because if so, then he never rose from the dead. But Mark carefully shows that several people saw the dead body of Jesus. They knew that he died. And you know, Christians never need to be afraid of the facts. People may ask us difficult questions, but they need to face the truth. Jesus did die and rise from the dead. And those facts mean that everyone should believe in Jesus. Christians don't need to be afraid of the facts, but perhaps those who aren't Christians need to think about them. 
What's your second point? We're turning now to think about the people around the cross, after the cross, who cared for Jesus. So it's people who cared. And first of all, there's the three women. Perhaps you could read verses 40 to 41 again, and then 47. Yes, certainly, Phil. We read in verse 40, Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the younger, and of Joses, and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. And then in verse 47, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joses saw where he was laid. Now the other disciples ran away. Only John came to the cross at all. But these women had followed Jesus and cared for him. Now as Jesus died, they weren't going to leave him. They stayed right to the end. They were there as Joseph buried Jesus' body. They wanted to know where he was so that they could come back. You know, these women do encourage us, don't they? We don't read that they say anything, but they show their love to Jesus by what they do. They stay with him when everyone else leaves Jesus. Do you love Jesus like that? How can you show it more? What can you do to show your love for him? And then there's Joseph. Perhaps you could read verses 43 to 46 to remind us. Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph bought some linen cloth, took down the body, wrapped it in the linen, and placed it in a tomb cut out of rock, Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. It'll be good as you talk about Joseph to to see what Matthew and Luke and John say about him as well. When do you find it hard to say that you believe in Jesus? Joseph found it very hard. We we mustn't forget this. He, He only believed Jesus in secret. The other Jewish leaders hated Jesus And Joseph, we can understand, he was too afraid to speak out. Now that has changed. Jesus' death made the disciples afraid, but it made Joseph brave. He knows that he must show his love for Jesus now. The other leaders are going to hate him for it. They may even try to kill him. But it's time for Joseph to show what he believes. And you can talk more about what Joseph does and how brave it was. So as you think about Jesus' death for people like us, does it make you love him? Does it make you brave? Is it time to be like Joseph? Is it time to show everyone that you believe in Jesus, whatever they do to you? And that plea that Phil's just challenged us with is so important that we cannot ignore it. In many ways, it's quite easy for us to urge others to show that they love Jesus. For example, to exhort them to spend more time alone with the Lord in prayer and in reading their Bible. To plead with them to courageously share the gospel with others in their daily lives as they witness to family members and to neighbours and friends, colleagues at work or school or college. It's quite easy to ask others to increase their giving to the Lord's work and to support missionaries in other lands. But what Phil has done today is to end by placing us under the microscope. He forces us to take a detailed look at our own hearts and our own relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, is it obvious to both the Lord Jesus and to others who know us 
that we really do love him? Are we filled with thankfulness for his amazing mercy to us? Are we humbled and deeply moved as we read about his death on the cross for our own sin? Are we those who strive to be more like him in holiness and love? Are we ourselves eager to tell others about our Saviour when we are not with those at our church, but at home and in our communities? You see, those of us who are leaders of God's people are to take the lead in this. To use an old military concept, we are to lead from the front. We are to set the right example for the rest of our church members. Now, of course, it can be said that those of us who are in leadership positions are already doing this as we preach about Jesus and point our congregations to him. But you know, we can still be guilty of failing here because there's always the temptation to put on a good show when we're with other believers, but actually to be quite different when at home and in private. I'm sure you feel like me that we need to seek the Lord about this in prayer, asking for his help to show clearly and consistently that we really do love him and for that love to grow. Bringing this edition of Serving Today to a close, this is Derek French saying goodbye and may God richly bless you. That was Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch, you can email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk or find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. You can also search our back catalogue from our webpage www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye.